0: Today, we will be discussing Season 6, Episode 8, titled, The Summit. Okay, bunch of stuff going on in this episode, lot to talk about here, mainly around, surprise, surprise, The Summit. Because we're finally there, like, this thing we've been building up to all season, like, it's finally here. Elizabeth now has the opportunity to get info from The Summit itself. Uh, So we got a bunch of stuff going on around that. Uh, First and foremost. So this episode begins. Literally the opening scene. Is the enormous bombshell. Of Philip sitting Elizabeth down and saying, okay, look. Some guy, Oleg, came to me a couple months ago. Said there were people... Uh, working back home to undermine Gorbachev. Uh, They don't like the progress we're making, yada, yada, yada. Uh, And he said that uh, you were getting involved in that, so he told me to spy on you uh, and and tell him what you were doing. And she was like, like, she initially has a very measured reaction to this, of like, okay, what did you say? And he's like, I said you were the most dedicated and loyal person ever. Uh, I told you you went, I told them you went to Chicago. I told them you were after the censor and about the colonel and blah, 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 blah. Like, I told you all this stuff. Like, it's this laundry list of things. And it's at this point that Elizabeth goes full Elizabeth and just goes all aggro on Philip. Like, screw you, asshole. You tried to spy on me. You told... Uh, this person, like, everything I was doing, F off. Like, you don't trust me at all? Like, and and (laughs) Philip handles this in the worst way possible. He was just like, no, I just want you to think. I just want you to be like a human being about this. And Elizabeth's like, oh, you don't think I'm a human being? (sighs) Philip, why? What have you, what have you done? What have you done here, Philip? You've gone mad. You've gone mad, I tell you. So, Philip and Elizabeth, that whole tension building up between the two of them kind of explodes (laughs) in this opening sequence, just to say the least. And that's before the opening credit sequence. That's before the title music is that. That huge bombshell of Philip tells Elizabeth everything, and then that whole relationship blows up. Uh, So then Elizabeth's just basically going back to her... Throw shit at the wall and see what sticks approach in terms of getting information from the summit. So initially, she's going with plan A of get into the summit via uh, the art lady's wife, Erica. Of course, as is <laughs> as is tradition, I finally remembered her name at the last possible moment. Uh, so she goes over to Erica's to bug her husband and... She discovers that uh, the husband went ahead with the whole assisted suicide thing. And gave her all the morphine. But it turns out he waited too long and she built up a tolerance for the morphine. So that ended up not being enough to kill her. And the dude's like, oh, no, I can't. I can't do this. I, I can't do this anymore. Like, uh, I've been so selfish. I've been working too much. Like, just going through this anguish of, like, this is my fault. I should have paid more attention. I should have thought of something other than these meetings and my work and all that. I can't do it anymore. I'm quitting today. I'm stopping all my work. Which, of course, sort of puts a dent in the whole Bug the the summit via him plan. And now Elizabeth's like, okay, say goodbye to her and leave. And then the husband leaves and then Elizabeth just sort of stands around for a bit. Then shoves a paintbrush down Erica's throat. And chokes her to death with a paintbrush. And, uh, words cannot describe how difficult this is to watch. Like, it's such a painful moment. Like, it's just this visceral, elongated torture, really. Uh, and it's so brilliantly handled. They do not hold anything back in this moment at all. Like, they make you watch every single second of Erica. like, just, just they're just thrashing around in pain and Elizabeth just like trying to like just continue choking her and then just being like okay just go 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 to sleep go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep and then eventually dying and then eventually she just stops and then she just takes out the paintbrush snaps it in half puts it in her pocket uh, cleans off her mouth because he threw up a bunch of goop in the process It's like, nothing about this scene isn't torturous, but it's brilliantly handled. Uh, So she does this, like, good maneuver of just saying, you should spend some time with her, it's the last time you can. And then going through all of his documents, because if if she can't have him, at least she can have his documents. So she's taking pictures of all that, Uh, and then she goes back into the room, and there's this great moment where... The husband is like, okay, look, pick a painting, pick a painting, take it, pick some art, pick one piece of art and take it. I want you to have one of them. So she picks this like big ass piece that's sort of been like haunting her the entire season, uh, puts it into her car. And you have this whole moment where she's like struggling to get it into their- her trunk. She goes over to her little warehouse place. And has this extraordinary moment that I absolutely love. Where at first, like, she just sits, stares at it, just looks at it for a bit. Then has this moment of like, okay, I need to do the smart thing here. If anyone sees me with this, uh, if the husband sees Elizabeth Jennings with this, uh, he'll know I'm her. So I I cannot blow my cover like this, so I'm going to burn the painting. I'm going to burn this art. So she just lays it out on the floor, takes a lighter to it, and then, like, at the last second is like, I don't want to do this. What am I doing? This art is great, and I love it. Uh, And it's actually precious to me. So she just, like, rolls it up, folds it, like, puts it in this locker, and then starts walking away, and then, like, the strategic part of her brain kicks in again, and it's just like, No, what are you doing? Idiot. Take it out again and frickin' burn it. And then she actually burns it, and it's just this flaming piece of really beautiful artwork. And all of this without any form of dialogue. Props to Carrie Russell. My god. Uh, like, that whole scene is great. So, Rip, Erica, uh, yeah. It's not an unexpected death, but still... A very sad and very traumatic one. Honestly, like, she's not a hugely major character, but this is still, I think, one of the most traumatic deaths in the entire series, just because of how visceral and elongated and torturous it was as a viewer. Like, it was just so painful and brilliantly done. Uh, So now, Elizabeth's going with plan B to get into the summit. And she's sort of pressing this intern film nerd again. Again, my people. Film nerds unite. Uh, and she's just continuing to coax him into believing like, oh, you're you're going to get into this uh, management training program. And uh, we need your resume. We need an application. And we need you to write up a report about all the stuff you do for the senator. Everything. We want to know how observant uh, you are, how detailed you are, and don't worry. Everyone there has clearance, so it's fine. You're totally not giving away government secrets to Russian spies. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> so he hands in that report uh, and then. Uh, He goes to this hotel room with her. And we then have this moment where they're just talking, and it's, like, just a nice innocent moment, and then it becomes not innocent, and they start doing the sex. Which, by the way, uh, Elizabeth... God, does she know how to get to men? Because... Holy crap, she did a little trick here where she sort of just left a pair of panties just lying around. And she just did a thing of like, oh, why is this here? Yikes. Just to sort of get him the tiniest bit aroused and then easing him into now we're doing the sex. Like it was kind of a brilliant little piece in there. Uh, I liked that a lot. Uh, but Elizabeth seduces him because when has she not? And then they wake up in the morning, and Elizabeth's like, "Hey, so look, could you could you drop this box off at the summit uh, in the in the meeting room? Uh, it's full of documents that my client needs. It's fine, just." Put it in there. And he does. And then she's like, Hey, could you could you get that box back? Uh because I need it back. And he's like, sure. And then they meet uh to hand off the box again, and then the dude comes back looking really concerned. And you kinda know, you kinda know as soon as he starts coming back with that face, you're like Oh, God. What did he do? What did he see? And they get in the car. And the dude's like, Hey, so... There were no canceled meetings in that room. Because the whole cover was like... There was a meeting that got canceled. That's why she needed the box back. So... He was basically like... There's no cancelled meetings, and I checked the box and it's like documents with like a cutout camera in it. like you bugged you bugged the State Department. you bugged the summit. What are you doing? And she's like, look, look, it's just everyone does this. Uh, we get a competitive edge. It's fine. And then the dude's like, uh, no, it's not fine. That is very illegal. Uh, I'm going to call my father and ask him about it. And then she's like, no, don't do that. And you know, you know where this is supposed to go. You know where Elizabeth would take this at any other point in the series. But then before she just flat out murders him, she's just like, look, don't tell anyone. You can't tell anyone. Got it? And the dude's like, I don't understand. And then at that point, you're like, you know, well, Elizabeth can't avoid it. She's definitely going to kill him. And then she's like, okay, whatever, just go. She lets him go. She just lets him run free. Knowing what he knows and displaying that he will not at all, he's in no way adverse to saying anything about it and she's just like yeah whatever man it it really is true what Philip said in the premiere it is finally getting to her in the words of Gabriel it all adds up and it is starting to add up for her and this really is the proof more than anything else like season one two three four hell even season five Elizabeth Would never have let that kid go. She would have just flat out murdered him. Right then and there. But because like now Elizabeth has evolved. And she's sort of losing her taste for this. She's just like yeah go. Whatever. She's way more lax. She's way more compassionate than she once was. uh, Which is a very interesting development at like the tail end of this series. Uh, so after this, uh, she goes to Claudia and like, is like, yeah, I look, I listened back to the bug. There's really, there's really nothing there. And Claudia's like, doesn't matter. You now have to kill the negotiator. And Elizabeth's like, wait, what? So she goes on this mission to kill the negotiator. Sort of has this like newspaper in hand with a gun inside of it. And points it at the negotiator, just ready to kill him on the street. But then doesn't. Makes the decision of, wait a minute, this does not feel right. Uh, I've heard nothing to state that he's a traitor. It just It just doesn't feel on the up and up. The words of Philip ring in her mind. I wanted you to think. And now she's thinking. And she's actually, for the first time, fully questioning her orders, and fully going against them, like, hey, I'm not doing this, this is wrong. And she goes back to Claudia, and is like, hey, what the hell? And then Claudia lays it all out. Gorbachev sucks. We're gonna get rid of Gorbachev. You were going to kill a negotiator. We were going to fudge your reports to say that he was definitely going to sell off this highly important technology dead hand to the Americans. And then uh, we were going to give that to some sympathetic people high up. And then they'd be so pissed off that they'd remove Gorbachev and he probably wouldn't even come back from the summit. So, all of this, everything Elizabeth's been doing, all the shit she's gotten herself into uh, with Dead Hand, with the radiation sensor, with this art lady, with the film nerd, with everything this season, it hasn't been to serve her country. It hasn't been for the good of the Soviet Union as it has always been. All it was, was her being manipulated in order to serve some self-serving, bureaucratic jackasses in the higher-up levels of the KGB. Elizabeth is the most dedicated agent maybe ever. And they exploited that. The higher-ups of the KGB exploited that for their own personal gain, simply because they didn't like progress. And it is at this moment that Elizabeth says, I am not doing this. We're done. And then just leaves. And then the first thing she does is go back to Philip and say, Hey, I need you to contact your guy. Tell him everything he's worried about is true. It's happening. They're trying to get Gorbachev to not be able to return home. They're trying to remove him. Uh, They wanted me to kill this negotiator, but I didn't. So, fully confirmed. Deal with that. Claudia just told me all of it. Send that message. And I'm going to now go out and make sure the negotiator stays alive. Because I don't want him dead. So yeah, Elizabeth has now done... In one episode, she has done a 180... To blind loyalty... To just, I'm not doing this... You're going against the country... You're going against the party... For your own personal gain... I'm not going to be a part of this... I'm not going to allow myself... To be manipulated anymore. It's this amazing moment... Where Elizabeth decides... I'm my own person. I'm not just a puppet for whoever gives me orders. She is finally woken up in the way that Philip has been woken up for years. Speaking of Philip, uh, he has a little thing with Stavos this episode. Uh, He goes to Stavos' home and is like, look, man, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry about this. This was nothing personal. The truth is, We're in trouble. I think the business is going under. And it's actually kind of good that you got out early. You can look for a job. And Stavos is like, look, I've been there since the beginning. I watched your kids grow up. And whatever was going on in the back room, I never said anything. I never called the police. I was raised to be loyal. So Stavos knew? Stavos knew not necessarily that they were Russian spies, but he knew that something was up. He knew that something was wrong with the Jennings. He knew that they were doing something in the back room. He was observant enough and stayed there for long enough to know Something was going on in the back room, something bad, but out of loyalty to the Jennings, he never called the police. He could have reported them at any time. They could have been blown at any time because Stavos just knew the Jennings too well, but they, it didn't happen. Because he was just that loyal of not just an employee, but a friend. Stavos deserved better. Stavos deserved so much better than the treatment he got at the tail end of this series. And Philip now, I think, knows that. I think at this moment, Philip kind of realized... I definitely shouldn't have fired him. I definitely shouldn't have let him go. I should have gone with literally everyone, literally anyone else. And there's like just a bunch of regret as he's sort of walking away. Uh, meanwhile, Stan is also going on his own little adventure. So he's sort of continuing to nudge this suspicion that Philip and Elizabeth are indeed Russian spies. He's nudging this suspicion that Philip and Elizabeth are indeed Soviets. And they have been behind everything that he and his department have been trying to stop. Uh, They were the illegals that kept showing up over and over and over and over and over again. And so, he's looking at photo albums, and it's just like, could it be? Uh, He's looking across the street, just spying on the Jennings, like, just sort of being more observant. And in an extremely pivotal scene, uh, he goes into a Roy Rogers to talk to this one guy who used to work for Gregory. And he sits down with him and is like, hey, look, uh, you remember that girlfriend that you talked about, uh, Gregory hanging out with a bunch? Is this her? And he slides over a picture of Elizabeth. And he's like, yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, it could be her, but it was a long time ago, and they were very secretive, so I can't say for sure. Uh, I do know, like, The the girl had great hair, I remember that, so that fits here. And Stan's like, anything else you can tell me? And the dude's like, well, she smoked like a chimney. And you can see, at this moment, the gears turning in Stan's head. The horrific realization when he puts together the pieces. This woman smokes like a chimney. There's a bunch of cigarette butts at the back, uh, on the back porch of the Jennings' house. Ergo, it is way more likely than before I had this conversation that Elizabeth is this girlfriend. That Elizabeth is this illegal. That Philip and Elizabeth are indeed Russian spies. Uh we got a couple other things that are happening in this episode. Uh Philip rents a movie at one point. Philip rents a Russian film. Uh and I do like that he gets a disguise to rent it. So no one suspects him. But it goes home, he watches this Russian film and it's a good time. Uh also, apparently, uh Father Father Andre needs something. Uh the priest that married Philip and Elizabeth. Uh he needs something from Elizabeth. Because Philip's like, hey, a message came for you from Father Andre. And Elizabeth's like, hey, eh, you deal with it. And then leaves. And that's the end of the episode. So we don't know what that is at this point. I can guess. There are theories, but I won't bring them up. Because I'll accidentally spoil something, probably. Since, you know, I've seen this before. I just don't remember this specific plot point. So, yeah. Things are heating up. Things are heating up, to say the least. We are heading fiercely into the end game with only two episodes left. Oh my god, I cannot wait to talk about the conclusion of this show. I cannot wait to talk about how those last two episodes go, because, oh boy, we're in for, we're in for something, I'll just say that. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, tomtom4468 and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 6, Episode 9. Talk to you then.